for my 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 friend and Unite founder and Special Olympics chairman stopped by the podcast to talk about the release of his new book, The Call to Unite: Voices of Champions, Hope and Awakening. Episode 418 of the Special Chronicles podcast outs right now on SpecialChronicles.com. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Podcasting since 2008, this is a show where we're broadcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. This is your weekly guide to find and joy, acceptance, and inclusion. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel Lend my voice to those who can't It's time we try, it's time we care, it's time we stand It starts with a voice Welcome back to the Special Chronicles Show. My name is Daniel, founder of Special Chronicles and a Southern Survival International Global Messenger with Special Olympics. So excited for uh, 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 to get um, back behind the microphone and and to be speaking with a Wetonin guest. Uh, I wish it was in person, like the first time he was on, <laughs> but uh, a Wetonin guest. On the Special Chronicles podcast is my friend Tim Shrivo. Tim is the founder of Unite, the longtime chair of Special Olympics, a best-selling author, a former teacher, a founding force of the social and emotional learning movement, a film producer, a husband, a father and grandfather, and a seeker of unity in society and in himself. Please put your hands together as we... Uh, welcome back virtually to the Special Chronicles podcast, uh, my friend Tim <laughs> Schreiber. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. That's uh, very generous to for you to have me back. A returning guest, yep. I think, is a distinction not many people have. You know, yeah. So, I'm very proud that you welcomed me back to this really extraordinary. I mean, I just want to note right at the beginning what a revolutionary. You are. I mean, the whole world is catching up to where you were over 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now everybody's talking podcast. You were doing this more than a decade ago yeah. and giving voice to a very important sector of society, to a very important uh, message uh, for our culture, for everyone in our culture. And goodness, you are well ahead of your time. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I, I kind of, even after 12 years later, I even fumbled through the intro. The, 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 yeah, the intro. you didn't fumble at all. Don't worry about it. Because <laughs> yeah. now adding live stream into, to this audio podcast is still... The whole live stream is, is kind of new to me, but um, yeah, yeah, not not that many of our guests get to be tone, and uh, it, it it was a lot. So you of really got to you got to know the producer. You yeah. got to have to be able to work the work the tricks yeah. and uh, yeah. get back on. I'm yeah. I'm very grateful that uh, I I was tricky enough to, nope. to convince you to let me come back. Yeah, and and to know our producer <laughs> Dalian as well. Um, <laughs> so and it was a lot of fun to be uh, uh, in person. Um, uh, at, uh, in, in Chicago, the first time you were on, and then, but t- since then, we both have plunged in DC. We've been to uh, the um, awesome World Games in, in Abu Dhabi, 
And so for any new listeners, why don't you, we, in, I mean, I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably um, remember you from the first time you were on, but for any new listeners. I don't think so. It's yeah, been a while. Yeah, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's definitely been a while. So um, we introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us uh, in that we introduction, uh, since, since the last time you were on, you founded the Unite I'm happy to be on this time, uh, Daniel, talking about the, the work of Unite. And in some ways, it's a nice uh, connection to our earlier conversation, because when we were talking in, 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 in Chicago, we talked about the inclusion revolution. We talked about the athletes of Special Olympics, whose voices are essential to leading uh, the teaching of the social and cultural embodiment of inclusion. And we kicked off this idea of an inclusion revolution. And the word revolution is important here, right? Because the world is not inclusive right now. Even people that talk about inclusion aren't necessarily inclusive. And we've all got work to do. We've seen that over the last year. So uh, starting uh, uh, two years ago, I I thought to myself, how can I help bring that voice, the voice that you have, the voice that so many Special Olympics athletes have that have – embodied and taught the lessons of inclusion, taught empathy, taught healing, taught relationship building, taught us how to connect and overcome our fear of difference. It was all those lessons I learned from the athletes of Special Olympics that led me to found Unite, which is an effort to bring the rest of the world into that same vision. It's a collaborative, a collective of people determined to try to bring, if I can put it so boldly, love into action to change our country and to heal some of the wounds, both historic and current, that keep us separated from the best in ourselves and from the best in others. Awesome. Well, uh, and and uh, a year ago, if you could take us back to a year ago when the global pandemic and COVID Nineteen got started yeah. the twenty four live stream event. Can you show? Well, us you know a, what a happened. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Sometimes things hit you, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, a year ago, when the pandemic hit, I was sitting here in my house and talking to some of my colleagues, and they were like, "This is the moment to teach the lesson that we need each other. This is the moment to remind everybody to bring out the best in themselves, so that they can help others." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought to myself, well, yeah, it's the moment, but goodness gracious, the whole world's shutting down and what can we do? Um, and we brainstormed and brainstormed. So I started making calls. Would you, uh, I called, you know, famous people and not famous people. Would you be willing to share your voice about why this is the moment to unite? And everybody said yes. And before you know it, you know, I called a friend of mine who was a producer and he said, sure, we can put on a show. Uh, and one of my colleagues, Misha Robinson, said, well, let's make it a 24-hour. I was like, 24 hours? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is crazy. But everyone said yes. And so that created the Unite, the Call to Unite live stream. You can see it all, all 25 hours, if you want, at unite.us. And that led to our book that comes out this week, um, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hope and Awakening, which is kind of like a handbook. I think of it as a handbook for anybody who's looking for inspiration, who's looking for rest, who's looking for a path forward, who's kind of frustrated, maybe disappointed, maybe even scared about the future. This is the handbook of all these voices who want to join you, who want to remind each of us that we're not alone, 
that the best in us is also the best in the rest of us. And if we just let it out, if we just take a chance on each other, uh, there's wonderful things we can do to heal our wounds and make a more just and joyful future. So this book is a year in the making, which is kind of, in a way, it's short for a yeah. book. You yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes books take five, ten yeah. years. But I wrote a book, took me about ten years to write it. <laughs> <laughs> but this one came quickly, and I think it's because so many people want and need to have their their confidence and their hope in each other renewed. And this is a book of countless voices all saying one thing to the reader. We've got this. We can do this. You're capable. You have gifts. Bring them out. I will help you welcome them. Awesome. Well, uh, t- in in that live stream event, and I tune into not the not all twenty four hours, <laughs> just to a, <laughs> a, a small part. That's all right. And not, almost nobody did. I did yeah. twenty five hours actually. It ended up being twenty five hours, though, but no one else is responsible for doing that. But there are a lot of good short videos. Still yeah. Up, is it? And speaking of some of those videos that took part in the twenty four hour live stream, is there a favorite memory or highlight? from that event? Oh, you know, there were so many, Daniel. It's hard for me to, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to single people out. But there were beautiful moments. The Special Olympics athletes from Florida did their version of Stand By Me, which was just yeah. spectacular. Loretta's talk about caring and compassion as a healing, uh, as the work of healing her soul and healing others was beautiful. You know, Devon Franklin spoke about finding your superpower and recognizing that deep within you there there's a gift that you need to bring out. The, the rapper Common, he said, you know, your soul is listening to the music of angels. Uh, let, it, let it rest in that music and then bring it out. Um, you know, Pastor Rick Warren spoke about people who were on the edge of suicide, and he just looked right into the camera and said, if you're, if you're struggling, I'm praying for you. Call me. And then he put his email address yeah. right into the stream. Reach out. Don't make, don't, don't feel alone. You know, so people were super hungry to give of themselves. Oprah talking about the inner life of our country. That was just beautiful with Eckhart Tolle. And, and then T.D. Jake said something I, I just doesn't leave me. He said, you know, he's talking about the pain that people were going through and how many funerals he was presiding at during the midst of the pandemic. And he said, you know, pain always leaves a gift. He didn't say pain is a gift. He just said it leaves a gift. And it struck me, you know, that so many of our athletes, maybe you, Daniel, yeah. would understand yeah. that, you know, that yeah. so many of our athletes have experienced so much pain, physical pain, emotional pain, social exclusion. But somehow, I think in our community, people understand and find the gift. Uh, it doesn't excuse the pain. But it allows people to overcome it with a new kind of wisdom, maybe a new kind of blessing, a new kind of insight that they carry forward with them as a gift to others and a gift to themselves. These are just moments that, you know, you can see. I don't have to look at the book to remember them. They're they're just fresh in my heart and my mind. I keep the book on my bedside, you know, at night. You only have to read a page, sometimes just a paragraph. You don't have to read the whole book. I know a lot of uh, a lot of people don't like to read long books anymore. This is a book you only have to read a page. And I'm I'm so confident. I'd almost say it's a money-back guarantee. Read yeah. a page or two, and you'll find something uh, that will stir you 
and strengthen you. And I even, I would say, give you a little bit of rest. And a lot of us need some rest from all of the challenges. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely know as an, an athlete, both myself and my fellow SSI GMs and fellow 6.6 6 million athletes, that, yeah, we have dealt with a lot of pain and exclusion. And, and I love that you said that, um, how pain leaves a gift. Um, so, so now moving on and can I ask yeah. you, Daniel, yeah. can I, can I, can I turn the microphone? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, when you think of the gifts that the struggles have taught you, does something come to mind? Do you, can you, yeah, there's, there's one and I've written about it in a couple columns related to the spread the world, um, campaign. And, there was one time in um, um, in uh, middle school when they posted the Ottawa list on the wall, and there was some peers that that didn't have ID, and they didn't know that I was standing behind them, and they said, "Why is that retard on the um, uh, list?" And they didn't know that I was standing behind them. And, and that, I never did tell any of my teachers or my case manager. I probably should have, but um, that's still, that pain. And I, I talked with my fellow SSIGM, Wene, who I'm from Hawaii, that I'm, that. Mm-hmm. You know as well, and she yeah. we we yeah. we did a two hour episode that just aired. Um, it's it's live now. It just aired a couple of days ago, and she 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 spoke of a lot of that that same pain that that I just shared with you now. That it's still there. Mm. Yeah, it's still there. Well, I'm sorry, yeah. and. Uh, I think one of the beautiful things you've just given to me is the courage to share it, yeah. you know, and showing people, showing me how much bravery it takes to name the moments where you felt excluded, where we feel, you know, some of us hide from those. Some of those, are, you know, we're so ashamed of ourselves. We're so ashamed of what happens to us that we don't, we're scared to tell each other. Yeah. Um, but maybe... Maybe I'm feeling at least the gift that that pain has left you is the courage and the bravery to be a person who speaks out uh, and who is unafraid to tell the truth to all of the rest of us. And wow, that's a heck of a gift. Yeah. Well, and it's like that one part of our athlete oath. Let me be brave in the attempt. I think that also kind of speaks to what you said as well. Well, it speaks to what you said. Yeah, that speaks to what I said. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I just want to make sure that yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm recognizing. Um, and this is this is part of the message, Daniel, of this book. Is that the wisdom people are looking for, we sometimes think is somewhere else. We have to find it from celebrities. We have to find it from scholars or CEOs or television personalities even. Um, the wisdom we're seeking is within us. You know, every one of us has it. That's the, that's the magic. You just shared the wisdom of the call to unite. 
from your experience. And you're exceptional, I agree. But I think part of what the message of this podcast is, is that everybody has the wisdom. You, yeah. you don't have to wait for, even for this book. I mean, some of the people in this book you will never have heard of. Yeah. They're just average people. They're nurses. They're kids. They're Special Olympics athletes. But wow, when you read it, you're, you, you're reminded not just of what they have, but what they're telling you, you have. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, a brief follow-up question from my producer and our mutual fund, Darian, um, who couldn't be on <laughs> um, today because she's on a plane right now. But uh, and you, I know Darian you kind of, very yeah. well. She's a, she's a turbocharger of change here in our local community and around yeah. the world. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And so she, um, she had a question for you. Um, and and it, it's about the the twenty pole live stream that you, you just talked about, and you, you kind of answered it. But how how were you able to get such a powerhouse of people? Was it short notice, or was there some time in planning? It was all these very guests? short notice, and I think it was simply the power of the moment uh, when that pandemic was wreaking havoc on our lives. And if you read the first couple of uh, contributions to the book, you'll read Daniil Schmal describing, for instance, as a nurse, going into the hospital every day and not being able to ventilate people and watching people die and not being able to help them see their families and having to be with them in their last moments as a professional, but trying to console them and just breaking down on her way home, just sobbing, 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 you know, and then reaching out to people because she thought, man, I'm just so alone. I, 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 I'm overwhelmed. What can I do? This is, I feel like, you know, this is an apocalypse and thousands of people reaching back after her mm -hmm. and feeling like her suffering and the suffering of her patients was being shared and held and carried by all those around her. And it was that moment when we started calling people saying, are you in? And everybody was like, yes, I'm in. What can I do? I want to respond. You know, it's, it's, it's ironic. I think it's fair to say it's ironic that sometimes the worst of times bring up the best in people. Not mm -hmm. always, yeah. but many times. And in this moment, uh, when we were all as a family, as a human family, not as a Special Olympics family, not as an American, as a human family, we were all looking at each other and with terror and pain and struggle and loss. All these people just said yes. They, it didn't take... I don't know, two weeks to assemble 270 people from around the world. It was amazing and a awesome. great, I think, tribute to what we can do, what we can be when we're asked. You know, Rick Warren says this in the, in the thing. People will make change if they know how and if they know why. And in this moment in, in the pandemic, people were willing to make a difference and make a change because they understood just how important it was to others. Awesome. Well, now let's get into a little bit more of the book. And you co-edited it with Tom Walshert. Yeah. Walshert. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the process of co-editing the book with, with Tom and how you got connected. Well, we him. took, you know, we started with a, with a manuscript from the 25 hours. And Tom is a brilliant writer, uh, an extraordinary editor, and, uh, you know, he's written speeches for Bill Clinton and all kinds of uh, prominent leaders around the world um, uh, for his whole life, you know. And he, 
I asked Tom, will you take a look at all this text and see what you think? See if there's a book here. And he went through the whole thing. And I picked up the phone. I was ready for him to say, look, it was a good show, Tim, but this isn't a book. And he said, you know, this is a better book even than the show. And I said, what do you mean? He says, you won't believe what's on the printed page. So he sent me stuff. I sent him stuff. We started pouring through the the contributions. And um, the book wrote itself. I mean, it was a lot of work for for three or four months. Um, but the book, in some ways, wrote itself. The really hard part was getting everybody to sign permission slips. You know what it's like yeah. when you have a field trip in school? Yeah. Getting all the kids to get their permission slips in. Uh, we have over 100 authors, so getting everybody's permission slip in was the hardest part, actually. Awesome. And and you said uh, over uh, uh, 100 authors, did all 270 people that took part in that first live stream event, did they all contribute? Uh, well, they're all in the, the book? book, but a lot of them were musical performances, yeah. so it's hard. You know, you can't really put music in a book. And some of them, uh, some of the contributions were 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 immersed in, you know, in, in particular settings where it didn't really translate into the word. It was more a visual experience. So not every contribution from the show is in the book, but we thank everyone who was yeah. in the show and we tried to include as many as we could. Um, uh, but there'll be other opportunities. Yeah. Trust me, yeah. uh, everyone. Uh, I think this is just in some ways the beginning because, you know, there are other challenges out there, Daniel, you know this. Yeah. Uh, it's not just that we needed to unite around responding to the pandemic. We've got other challenges, the challenge of inclusion for people with special needs. We need we need to unite the country around that. Yeah. We need to unite the country around our children who don't have laptops, who don't have food, don't have housing, who don't have access to good schools, who don't have transportation. We need to unite our country around our children. So these are things I hope in the future uh, – Many of these contributors and many more like them will see the chance to contribute to a future calls to unite and say, sure, I'm in. I've got something to contribute. I want to unite, too. I want to respond to the needs of kids or I want to respond to the needs of parents in this very difficult time. There's so many issues. I want to respond to the needs and the and the gifts of people with intellectual and developmental challenges so that their voices are heard. What about if we united the country around that? Wouldn't that be? Spectacular! Mm-hmm. These are all future ideas. Awesome. Well, our guest on this Special Chronicles show is Tim Shrivel, talking about his new book, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hope and Awakening. I think I got the title right. You got um, it. Nailed it. So uh, without even totally looking at the notes, so you, because uh, I've, I've got the notes here on the on iPad right next to me, um, but yeah, uh, so you did what the forward to the book, the call to unite is not an event. It's well, okay. I'm I'm quoting here from from what you wrote in in the photo of the book. The call to unite is not an event. It's not a book. It doesn't belong to a group. It's a voice surrounded. Uh, it's a voice sounded inside of us. In every crisis, and if you listen to our hearts, we can hear the call to unite. It's what invites us to hope. It's what guides us to love. It's what sustains us on the journey to justice. So the reason why I'm quoting this particular um, quote that you wrote in the forward is because recently I gave a speech as as a uh, Southern Survival International Global Messenger just a couple, uh, last, last month. Uh, and I'd like you to comment on this quote that I came up with because I believe it, it relates to what you wrote in the forward uh, of uh, 
of the book on, on the call to unite, which that, that guides us to love. And so here's my quote. I've posted it a couple of times on my Instagram. But here's uh, the quote that I came up with that um, the Special Olympics office, they posted it um, last fall. But hate can be met by love. We Special Olympics athletes show love when we are met with hate. That's exactly the way I have always been. No matter what, when people say bad stuff about me and my friends, I smile, I listen, and I stay happy and joyful when interacting with them. That's what I've always shown. So I was wondering if you could kind of comment on that quote as it relates to the the forward uh, yeah. of the book. Well, um, I think it takes a profound soul and a profound wisdom to be able to meet hate with love. Uh, I think love is the only power capable of defeating hate. And yet, most of us, I'm sorry to say, respond to hate with hate. Very few great souls in, in the religious traditions, we might have called them saints, rise to the capacity to meet hatred with love. Um, and the fact that you have articulated this as your own value and your own commitment and your own experience reminds, I think, all of us that through your life, you have found a deep sense of strength. This doesn't come from a book, I don't, I'm sorry to say. I think it comes, I would ask you, where did you learn that? How did you learn that? How do you practice? I mean, this is what we're all trying to learn. How do you know how when that moment comes, when those kids make fun of you? If that were to happen today, how do you do it? How do you meet that moment of hatred? Because that's what I, it was. Yeah. With I, love. How do you do it? I I think a lot, a lot of it has to do with, with, with my Catholic faith um, and... I think that 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 has a lot to do with it, but then I also just I don't know there's there's just something else just inside of me that that I just try just to love everybody that and and witty really not see the hate in in the people that show me hate or in intolerance well. I mean, I think your faith is is obviously a beautiful one, Daniel, yeah. really. Um, and obviously you practice it. You know, faith isn't yeah. something you know. You, yeah. It's something I like to remind people. Faith is a practice. Whatever your faith yeah. is, whether your faith is in humanity or in nature or in God or in Jesus or in Moses or in Muhammad or in the Buddha, faith is a practice. Uh, and clearly, uh, when you practice, you get better. That's holding that that center of love in the face of all the turmoil. And you've obviously got a wonderful practice. And um, I hope in the future, maybe you'll do a podcast on faith, yeah, on your faith, maybe with one or two other uh, guests who inspire you in your faith, because I think there's a real hunger. You know, not everybody wants to join someone else's religion. But I like to say we all like to join one additional religion, which is 
We may be Catholic. We may be Jewish. We may be Mormon or Muslim or congregational or, you know, whatever. But we can also be uniters. Yeah. We can also be, just as you've just said, people who meet hate with love, no matter what our tradition. And that unites us, that gift, that challenge, that invitation. Well, speaking to that, that, that request that you just put out there to do a podcast on faith, my, my dad actually uh, told me he saw on TV um, Father James Mountain. I don't know if you're familiar with don't with, know him with no. him, but he, um, I think he's he's involved like with the America magazine and and he uh, he oh Father James Martin yeah. yes I'm sorry I yeah. do yeah. know him now yeah. that you mentioned yeah. yes yeah so my dad said that I should try to get him on um, to <laughs> and if you like should it, and he'd be it, good it, it would be good to kind of talk about that the, the that topic that, that, you, that you just said. yeah I think on that topic you could spend a year of podcasts <laughs> uh, I'm not kidding yeah. you know that's yeah. that's that's the podcast you can go to as a listener where you learn how to meet hatred with love, that is a big idea. And you are uniquely poised to do it. So I hope awesome. you'll not just awesome. do yeah. one podcast on it, but many. Many, yeah, yeah. And I'm really trying to kind of have different series of different <laughs> different podcasts. Yeah, yeah, so, I know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's a big idea and a challenge. Yeah. I, only because yeah, we're, yeah, all, yeah. we're all struggling with it. Yeah. So it's not – Yeah, it's – yeah, so I'll I, I I made a note of it, so I'm gonna I'm I know, gonna add I'm, it to my I'm list. here telling you what to do. You're supposed to be asking <laughs> to me, me what to, yeah. I'm giving. <laughs> well, well, that's the awesomeness about a conversation. But with that, we're gonna go ahead and take a short sponsor break to mention our sponsors on this podcast. When we come back, we'll hear your thoughts on the epilogue that your sister Maria wrote and her new publishing imprint, and and a few. Um, a few selections and a, 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 a few final messages that kind of sum up the whole book. All that is coming up after the break. You're listening to the Special Chronicles podcast. Our guest is Tim Shrivel talking about his new book, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hope and Awakening. We'll be right back on SpecialChronicles.com. Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will, will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly, candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at SpecialChronicles.com slash give. That's SpecialChronicles.com slash give. Support for Special Chronicles comes from Comed. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comed Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comed is powering lives and really is powering us here at Special Chronicles to keep the lights on and our technology is powering. 
piled on. As combat powers the lives of us, they are literally given a voice to people with, with special needs. We thank combat for the general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash combat. That's specialchronicles.com slash combat. Hi, my name is Lisa Noble, and I'm a Combat Energy Force Ambassador and an athlete with Special Olympics Illinois. Hi, my name is Daniel Spakowski, and I also am a Combat Energy Force Ambassador and founder of a company called Special Chronicles. The Combat Energy Force program is a program that hires people with disabilities to teach the public how to save energy and money. It's the country's first energy efficiency program of its kind. Saving energy is especially important while everyone is at home due to COVID-19. We're using more electricity than ever before. Just think about how many more times you are opening the refrigerator door these days. And while the economy is stressed, it's more critical than ever to save money where we can. Following these tips can save energy and money in this time of COVID-19. Wash your clothes in cold water and use the dryer sparingly. Your dryer can take up to seven times more energy than the washroom. Turn off and unplug any electrical devices or power strips you are not using. Electrical devices can continue to zap power even when turned off if they're still plugged in. We call them vampire devices. Use LED bulbs. They use 25% less energy than incandescent bulbs and last up to 25 times longer. Saving you lots of money over time. Keep your refrigerator between 35 and 38 degrees. And be sure to use energy style appliances. And last but not least, check out comment.com slash home savings for more tips and rebates. Lisa and I would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. Remember, we are all in this together. Stay healthy. And stay safe. Bye. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Information about children with this disease is limited, but they are known to have had mild symptoms. Many organizations are responding accordingly, depending upon their area. It's best to stay home and away from others, especially when sick, and continue following healthy hand wash guidelines covering mouth and nose and not touching your face or high-touch surfaces. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces regularly. And for more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. Equality. Equality, dignity, 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 and the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever, and coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. Welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. My name is Daniel, founder of Special Chronicles and the Southern Shrivel International Global Messenger with Special Olympics. Augustus Tim Shrivel, uh, co-editor of the new book, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hoping and Awakening. Welcome back, Tim. Thank you, Daniel. Nice to be back. And 
your sister Maria wrote the wrote the uh, um, epilogue and is behind her new publishing imprint, the Open Fee Field. Share with us a little bit about her involvement in the book from the epilogue that she wrote, and and also a little bit about this new publishing imprint, the Open Field. Yeah, so Maria obviously is um, my big sister. Uh, she's you know obviously known me since I was born and has been uh, a best friend, my best friend for almost as long as I can remember. She's like this extraordinarily gifted human being at inviting people into what she calls the open field, the place of no judgment. Maria's your coach, your best friend, that advisor who doesn't judge you, but who helps you find your best self. And that's what her imprint is all about. So when we were coming up with this idea of the book, she kind of said, look, at this is a book for the open field. And I was like, sounds great to me. So <laughs> she and I got to work together on this. Um, we don't often get to work together. We talk all the time. Yeah. We don't often get to work together. And it was um, a thrill to be able to work together to create something as beautiful as this book. And her words in the epilogue, I know you've read it, but are striking. Uh, it's almost worth buying the book just yeah. for her essay at the end of it. Awesome, awesome. So we won't give too much away because we want our listeners. We put a, in, um, a link up on our website, but um, it's an Amazon affiliate link. So if you go to specialchronicles.com slash unite book, uh, it will let you know that you came through Special Chronicles and then we get uh, Amazon gives nice. us a small cut. So go good, to good. Go to Special Chronicles. Let's sell, let's, so buy, buy books in bulk so in Special bulk. Chronicles will benefit. Yes. And when you're done buying the books in bulk, by the way, all the proceeds from the book go to Fund Unite. It's a, it's a charitable yes. book. So you don't have to worry about uh, any of us benefiting personally. But uh, I hope people will buy lots of books. And then when they get done, click on the Special Chronicles site to make a contribution to supporting the podcast. Yeah. That's even more than you give for the book because uh, it's so important, I think, Daniel, to have your voice continue to be strong and in the culture and bringing other voices uh, like yours uh, to listeners around the world. Awesome. Well, thanks um, for that, that plug. And if a listener want to, uh, after you go and buy the book, uh, go to specialchronicles.com slash give. And um, and I just, uh, I just got off a FaceTime call yesterday with somebody that is um, 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 signing on for a, a um, monthly, for, for one year, they're, they're making a, a gift every month for the next year. So wow, um, fantastic! Yeah. So that's something we can all do. We just go there and we can give a monthly gift for a, for a full year. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So you make a monthly gift at specialchronicles.com slash give, and and then let's 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 say right now, Daniel, if they give a gift, what's a level? If they give a gift, we'll give them a free book. How uh, much? Um, let's say, um. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. No, they oh, have to do 20, more than that because uh, the book costs oh, thirty dollars. Oh, okay. Um, that's <laughs> more, more, um, fifth, um, I, I'm going to say if they make a gift of two hundred and fifty dollars to Special Chronicles, I will be responsible for giving them a free book. I'll even if they want me to. I'll even sign the book if you make a gift of two hundred and fifty dollars to SpecialChronicles.com. I don't know how we'll make that work. But anybody that wants to make a gift of that amount to this 
to the podcast, to the Special Chronicles podcast, of $250 gets a free book, The Call to Unite, Voices of Hope and Awakening. And if you want it signed by Tim, you can have that too. How's that? Awesome. So we'll... um um, off air, we'll we'll have your team talk with. Uh, we'll figure it us, out. We'll and figure we'll, it out. We'll if anybody out, makes but, that contribution, yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out. Awesome. Well, I you, hope you, you get. Yeah. I hope you get a hundred. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So two hundred and fifty dollars, because then I sell a hundred. I give away a hundred books, and yeah. you get enough money to keep the podcast going, going. Yeah. Awesome. So thanks for that. So, um, um folks, um, you know, go and make a, uh, a, um. Um, go and donate $250 to specialchronicles.com slash give, and then you can get a free signed copy of um, Tim's book. Call to, Unite. Call to Unite. That's right. Awesome. Now so, we're making deals right yes, on the air. I know. I love it. We're making deals right on the air. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so now um, there was um, a lot of, and I made a few notes as you saw in, in the, in the uh, show notes uh, and we don't have time to go through all all of them, but before I ask for, for a couple of your favorite uh, selections and pieces from the book that stand out to you, I want to have you comment on one, and it's a, uh, a question from my mom, but um, one of the selections I'd like to comment on is titled, Small Gestures Can Make a Big Difference by Actress and Producer Jennifer Gono and your brother, Senior Vice President of U.S. Programs and Advocacy for Save the Children, Mark Shriver, who I don't know if you knew, but um, when we were at the Young Athletes event um, in Abu Dhabi, I got a chance to interview Mark after MCN, um, <laughs> after, in, after co-MCN the event with Brina. Uh, <laughs> so the work never stops, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it was fun to um, chat with, with Mark um, in Abu Dhabi, so the question, uh, as, as it relates to this selection that Malk and and John Gono wrote, um, is that is I, I know that you have a strong interest in education because of so many school age children have fallen behind during the pandemic. There was talk of a need of a for a national tutoring um, um, corps. Do you think this national tutoring corps might happen and do you think that it will help the movement of inclusion for so many people with ID like myself who have fallen through the cracks? I mean, I'm not in, in school a- anymore, but <laughs> for people younger, younger than me. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't need any tutoring. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, well, look, look, I think what Jen Gardner was saying and what my brother Mark was saying uh, was not to underestimate your gift. Uh, not to underestimate that you have something to give. A lot of people, I think, sit at home thinking, what can I do? And this book is all about reminding you, you have a gift that the world uniquely needs. Jen Garner says, give it. Some of the authors in here say, uh, you know, one, one selection talks about sending a love note. Now, here's something everyone can do today. Pick up your text or take out a piece of paper And just send a note to someone saying, I just want you to know I was thinking about you and I love you. And then sign it. Now, you might think, uh, we might think, well, what difference does that make? Uh, What change will that bring about? And I think it actually sends a tidal wave. Uh, Jose Andres in the book calls it uh, an empathy explosion. Uh, 
out into the world when we do those kinds of things. Our kids need us now. You can send a note to a parent, uh, as uh, Dr. Uh, Shafali says in the book, you know, inside the soul of a parent, everything is born. So you, you mentioned your mom, Daniel. Everything that you learned in early in life came from the soul of your mother. And there are tons of moms out there struggling right now who would love to hear from you, whoever's listening. They'd love, you know, everyone knows a mom. Reach out to her, whether her kids are two months old or 25 years old or 65 years old. Reach out to her. Thank her for being a mom. Encourage her to continue to give unselfishly to her children. Remind her to take care of herself. Tell her that you believe in her so that maybe she'll believe more in herself because we all need those kinds of reinforcements. I hope we'll launch this year a Marshall, what I call a Marshall Plan for America's Children, where we do mentoring and tutoring and mental health services and all kinds of supports for families and children who have been through this trauma. You know, after World War II, we created a Marshall Plan to rebuild a continent. After this pandemic, we need a Marshall Plan to rebuild our own communities. And I hope that maybe in a small way, this book will remind people that we can each contribute to that Marshall Plan. We don't need to wait for the government. Yes, we do need the government, but we don't need to wait. Each of us can do our part. Awesome, awesome. Uh, There's a few, um, a couple selections from the book that I want you to briefly comment on before we move on with some final um, messages and thoughts and, and, and plugs for the book. Um, but one is f- is from um, Deepak um, Kopa, who wrote about No Boundaries or Wheel. An- an- another was by um, President Bill Clinton on the essential dignity of every person's life. And then Cardinal Peter Tokson wrote about From the Same Womb. So if you can kind of comment on... Um, um, and there's, there's a lot of others, but just for the sake of time, maybe comment on... Uh, yeah, on I mean... I invite people to, to, to listen to those words. We all come from the same womb. Maybe just drop into your, take a deep breath. Maybe hold a little bit of quiet for a moment. And let that sink in. Where does it find you? Where do you feel resistance? Where do you find yourself saying, no, no, I, I don't trust that. And then where do you find yourself trusting where do you find yourself when you hear uh, Deepak Chopra's words? There, no boundaries are real. What does that mean? Are we all really connected? Nature seems to say that to us. The, the study of physics seems to say that all of us are in connection with each other, that the boundaries of our skin and our bones are, are not real boundaries. They're just permeable boundaries. How does that feel to know and to believe that science is telling us? that we're all interconnected. And what does that open up in you that would allow you to be more empathic and more loving and more happy yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you saw everyone's dignity first, as President Clinton says in the book. Yeah. So these are in some ways meditations, Daniel, I would say. Yeah. They're invitations to draw inward and maybe not just change the world out there, but change the way you see the world out there. That's a big challenge. And I think the biggest of all uh, that can make the biggest difference. Awesome. And I love that all, all what, what all these selections that you and, and Tom have 
co-edited into this book, really will help us to really feel that that the call to unite and and hopefully make action. That's right. Happen in the as computer. usual. You summarize it perfectly. <laughs> feel it. Feel. I like to say center, and then connect, and then meet the challenge. Find your center so you feel it. Don't take it on. Don't take it from me. Don't don't argue. You know, like maybe you th- I've said something you don't agree with it. D- d- trust me, this is not about whether I think it or not. Let the book go into your center and feel it. And then, as you say, connect with others and meet the challenge. Uh, commit yourself uh, to what you feel in your deepest and truest self. If we all do that in our small, 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 small ways, then uh, we can we can make a big difference. I think. Awesome. So now, now as we come to a close with a few final, a final last minute um, things to ask you about. Uh, once again, the book the. Call the the book is the call to unite voices of hope and awakening. Uh, uh, Tim Shivo has co-edited that, and once again, if you make a uh, a um, two hundred and fifty dollar uh, donation to this podcast, specialconnectors slash give, Tim will send you a free signed copy of the book. Happy to do so. I hope I, I can't. I don't know when we'll find out, but I yeah. hope we get at least. I don't want to say the number. I hope we get at least 10 people that do $250. I know that's a big number for some people. It's a big number for a lot of people. But consider how powerful it will be to donate $250 to keep Podman Dan on the air and broadcasting his message of faith and hope and awakening. It's worth it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. And so with with that, uh, what? Um, why should – our listeners read the book. Give us an, like, if you were in an elevator, and I, I know that it depends on how long you're in that elevator for, yeah. but g- give us an elevator pitch from why everyone from all walks of life should read the Call to Unite book. The, the Call to Unite book is a front row seat for the best in humanity. It's the seat you're looking to sit in, and it's, as Chris Paul says in it, don't just be a spectator, be a player. This is a handbook for what we should hope to be and create as a country after this pandemic. Uh, It will be your companion to find the best you, and it will be your companion to inspire you to make a difference in the world for others, too. Awesome. Well, and how can Alito's... I think that was only about a two-floor ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was just a two-floor ride. (laughs) But, you know, the thing is, Daniel, a lot of people are struggling now. A lot of people are dealing with a lot of pain and a lot of loss. I mean, I know in my family, we have a lot of grief. Mm -hmm. We've seen a lot of people go uh, leave us in the last year. And we haven't even had a chance to have the funerals. Uh, Yeah. We haven't seen each other. So there's a lot of pain out there. And there's a lot of economic pain and there's a lot of pain in in the in the world of race and the tension and the old, old patterns of racism. And there's a lot of pain in our community and people with special needs who've been lonely Mm. and forgotten in this pandemic. This is a book to help transform that pain uh, into hope and action. Awesome. Well, one one of the things that you 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 also mentioned in the book is finding your guiding light. So how can our, how can our listeners, how can your readers of the Call to Unite book find their guiding light in the pages of this impactful 
a book that can that I know will make an, an impact on so many. Uh, you know, I, I would say open it anywhere. Everyone in this book is writing to you to help you find your guiding light. Uh, find uh, I'll, I'll leave you with Amy Grant, uh, the great singer who's been decorated all over the world in multiple genres of music, um, has no partisan identity. And she writes about how she learned to do a meditation and she calls it the meditation. Uh, this is how we live and this is who we are. And it says very simply, this is how we live. We're struggling. We feel inadequate. We don't know whether we have what's necessary. We're overwhelmed. This is how we live. And then she says, try this, but this is who we are. We are loved, loved, loved. Awesome. And what's a message that you, both you have learned from editing this book and a message that you hope readers will learn from the message? It, it could be the same message, but what's a, what's a message that both you have learned and you Well, I think, you know, Barbara Holmes says, uh, Reverend Dr. Barbara Holmes is a theologian and a professor. Uh, her bu- beautiful book, uh, uh, Joy Unspeakable, uh, is about the uh, experience of people of color in this country and the contemplative practices in the black church. She starts her selection by saying, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Uh, there's a confidence in her. I think that's the message for all of us. We're going to be all right. Uh, she goes on to say, bless someone who doesn't deserve it. Forgive someone who doesn't deserve it. Find your strength somewhere where you haven't found it before. But remember, you're going to be all right. And I think if we shift from we're terrified, we're threatened, to we're going to be all right, we just play that song a little bit more often, we'll find the strength to overcome injustice and we'll find the joy we need to do it happily. Awesome. Well, uh, ever since um, co-host in the Abu Dhabi Daily Show, which I don't know who came up with that name, it's kind of (laughs) tongue twister, but um, the Abu Dhabi Daily Show, the video podcast series on specialolympics.org, I usually end on my podcast conversations, uh, and I'll do the same with you, of what does inclusion mean to you? So what does inclusion and, and inclusion yeah. means uh, we've broken down the barriers. Inclusion means no more scorn. As Father Greg Boyle says in this book, that we move to the margins to erase the margins, that we've stopped judging the poor and the struggling by how they behave and start to turn to admire the carry and the load and the pain they bear, that we start to see each other as radiant lights of dignity uh, and beauty. And then everyone's gift will be welcomed. And at that table, at that meal, uh, we can finally, I think, claim to fulfill both the adages of our faith, that we are one, as our our shared faith would teach us through the gospel, uh, as well as the mission of our country, uh, that life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness for all, not for some, Pledge allegiance to that flag, that that then that pledge ends with liberty and justice for all. That's what inclusion means to me. Awesome, awesome, perfect way to sum up um, as well th- this conversation. 
what we'll as we get to our final plugs um, before um, before I let you get, get back to the rest of your day. And I have to, as you know, I'm one of full um, athletes that look at Un- United Airlines, so I have to get to the airport. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But um, yeah. um, uh, uh, where can our listeners go um, buy the book? And once again, we hope that they will. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Well, so they can get the book at Amazon. They can get the book and learn more about the book at unite.us backslash book. You'll see it right there on the website, unite.us, Amazon, uh, any local booksellers. We like to support the small bookstores. So, you know, if you know one, uh, please support them. Uh, you can find out more about all the events I'll be doing over the next week with people like Jewel and my sister Maria and Loretta and Deepak Chopra and Simon Sinek. And uh, Dan Smirkowski, all these <laughs> events uh, you'll see on the website. So you can learn more about uh, how to not just get the book, but join the movement. Be a uniter. That's, that's, that's our big invitation. Dan. In the end of the day, Daniel, it's the same as Special Olympics. You know, wherever you come from, don't change where you come from. Don't change your tribe, your identity, your background. But add one more to it. In addition to everything you already are, pledge yourself to be a uniter. Get rid of hatred, as you said so beautifully, and be a uniter. Awesome. So um, we'll, we'll put all these links in the, in the show notes. If you go to specialchronicles.com slash call to unite podcast, uh, all the links, including to the book and to unite.us, is um, all, all linked there, as well as your um, social media plugs for, for both you and the call to unite. Yeah, follow me, if you would, please, on Twitter or on Instagram or at LinkedIn. You can find me. Uh, Timothy Shriver on Instagram, uh, uh, all those platforms. You guys know how to do that. The more we follow each other, the stronger the audience we build, the more chances we have to make our movement the one that wins the day in this critical critical period of time. Awesome. So we'll put all those social media plugs in the show notes. And once again, final reminder to um, all the listeners, if they donate $250 to this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give, they will get... I'm waiting. I'm watching. They get a free book, and if they want it signed by me, they get it signed by me. So, so 250 bucks is all it costs to change the world by supporting Daniel and getting the book on top of it as your handbook for the future. Awesome. So specialchronicles.com slash give is where you can go to make that, that monthly or annual $250 donation to this podcast. I like the way you said that monthly $250. That's even better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I just threw that in. Nicely done. That in. It could be annual, but it could be monthly. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so uh, any um, final thoughts on your overall time here today? Uh, as well, I just want to say thank you to you, Daniel, for your bravery, your courage, uh, and the love you uh, show when you're uh, confronted with the darkest side of the world, uh, the darkest side of humanity. Uh, you just keep it up, man. I'm, I'm following behind you, just trying to uh, learn from you and uh, do my part to, to, to be a foot soldier in the inclusion revolution that you're leading. So thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you. And, and I look forward to seeing you again in Kazan, Russia, when we're there for the World Winter Games. And just a year away. A year we'll away. be back yes. on, the, on, the, on the slopes. Uh, and again, who would have thought uh, to go to Russia? Everybody thinks, wait a second, we don't like those people. Or wait a second, who's, who's judging those people? Not Special Olympics. We go. We're includers. We're, uh, we're the champions of the inclusion revolution 
If you welcome us, we're coming. So uh, let's go. Strap on your boots, your ice skates, and we're headed off to Russia next year and what will be a fantastic game. So yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I can't wait as well. So once again, thanks. Augustus Ben, Tim Schreibel, uh, 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 co-editor of the Cody Unite Voices of Champions. Thank you again, Tim, for, for coming on this Thank podcast. You. Thank you, Daniel. Until next week, we remember, choose to include... Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.